on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the riverbank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin, one pound to put in Mama's fridge. Where the wobbler and the dragonfly knew us like they knew the river bend. But as sure as tins go rusty, this boyhood story had to end. Six minutes after four. Good morning, everybody. Welcome along to your Sunday edition of High Tide. To Mike James, the hardest working man in radio. After a double shift, you go home and get a good night's sleep, my friend. We'll look forward to catching up with you next week. We've got a big show lined up for you today. Lots to get through in the next couple of hours. Alan Blake, good morning to you. Good morning, Grant. Good morning, listeners. What a lovely day. It's going to be a bit warmer today, out 40 degrees out west. Oh, I forgot to mention yesterday, too, that um, Winds Boat Ramp's closed all weekend. There's a Speedboat spectacular on out there with all these blown boats running around, blown displacement boats. I, I yesterday afternoon, I was absolutely adamant there was a blown boat around the Pitwater area. I mean, you could hear it about you know sixteen kilometres away. Yeah. Um, I couldn't see it, but you could definitely hear it. Thought, oh, that's a racer. That's a racer. No, you might have been practicing, but yeah, it's all up and happening up at Windsor today, so the boat ramp is closed. Wow, cool, but, cool. Uh, they're expecting thirty blind boats up there for the weekend. Worth getting down and having a look at. Oh yeah, they're, those they sort of things. I love it. Yeah. They're doing one hundred and thirty, one hundred and forty mile an hour. Mad. Yeah, absolutely. Actually, bonkers. they're bad boats, blown alcohol displacement. Okay, bad <laughs> <boats>. <laughs> and it's bad, all right. Weather's pretty good out there at the moment. It's single figures everywhere until you get all the way down until Lord Howe Island. No, not even Lord Howe. Montague Island. Montague yeah. Island gets thirteen to seventeen knots. So that's quite good. I look at the tides. Better do the tides. I'll get in trouble. And uh, there's a high at five forty-five, one point six five. A low at 12.42 this afternoon, 0.56. A high this evening, 6.29. And another low at 11.59, Cool. Cool. That's not, they're not bad tides, but I'm going to be out on Pitwater for most of the week, which I'm really looking forward to. Although, you know, I was sitting there yesterday looking over at Towers, and Towers every every mooring was taken, and there were about five or six boats beyond that all anchored up. So I dare say it's going to be uh, a bit like Pitt Street around about four o'clock in the afternoon. It's going to be a busy one. That's good. We'll go to Yacht Club. Why would I want to do that? Cold beer, nice food. No, no, no. We're gonna we're going off grid. We're gonna have some. We're gonna go up to some some hidden little gems. I've been told reliably from people at Pitwater. I'm going on, I'm going on advice from Facebook, so we could end up anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't listen to advice from Facebook. Oh, you've got to roll the dice. The Pitwater Baby's community is pretty cool. Pretty okay. cool. What did you get up to? Oh, I was defrosting fridges and freezers and cleaning <laughs> things out on the boat. Because you've, you've got a long uh, period... Um, out on the boat when you you head south? Oh, not really. It's a, it's all short hops. The longest hop will do is only ninety nautical. Will you will you provision for the entire? No, well, no, no. Okay, well, I so can. I carry enough stuff. I carry enough stuff in reserve that I got about three weeks worth of food on board. Yeah, but it's it's all non perishables. Yeah, but we get fresh stuff and we stop it at different places. Mm. When I go to my marina at Shell Cave and I walk up to the woolly <laughs> sea. <laughs> no, well, I have to do something. Look, I'm not doing bullies at the moment after the Australia Day efforts. Yes, it's uh, I'll, I'll go. I'll go into Shell Harbour somewhere else and get something different. At um, and Eden, we can provision down there as well. So, and uh, down in the um, Painesville, we'll be able to get stuff down there. So, mm. yeah, there's no problems. Cool. But yeah, I got a 320 litre freezer that was due for a good clean out and a, and a uh, defrost <laughs> and get rid of all the rubbish. And yeah. so you're on uh, clean up duties yesterday. Yeah, we've got to yeah. do it every now and again. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely, and and I, I found that you know the, the fridge is the one area you're going to get mould every time, so you've got no. to get. The, I do. Oh, jeez, no. I do. <laughs> no. My thing's locked up down there. 
for a long time between sales, so that that doesn't help. Yeah, mine is too, but it's, mine's all DC. It's all twenty four volts. Mm. So, but no, they work well. There's no yeah. no problems. I think. But once we give it a bit of a clean, she's absolutely good. <laughs> the biggest problem I've got now is since. Uh, Jill Marine replaced my fridge unit. Everything's freezing. I've kept turning it down, trying to find that sweet spot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> if yeah. that's my biggest complaint, though, I'm laughing, right? Yeah, well, I had the bar fridge down aft. It, uh, it was a bit cold, and the can of Coke just, decided to explode in there. So uh, Ooh, they make a mess in the fridge. Does, they yeah. that. no, it's how many did bar fridge? I've got one fridge on board that we struggled to get everything in. You've got how many fridges? I've got... In the, in the galley, I've got a fridge freezer. Oh, you, you can see his mind. T- I'm watching him. His mind's ticking over trying to work out how many Keep he's got here. Down to the bar fridge down <laughs> aft. And then I go upstairs. There's a, another bar fridge up there. Then we've got a 320-litre freezer upstairs as well. Nice. So there's four on board. i tell you one thing that was happening yesterday. The fish were biting mega. Okay. Mega. Um, coming up in a moment, straight after this break, we'll catch up with Brad Eckman. Then we'll head down the south coast to Ross O'Brien. On the end of that, Mel Spikes is going to join us. She caught, <laughs> I'm calling it a sea monster. I'll, I'll, I'll put a, uh, her video up on the High Tide Facebook page of this flathead she caught yesterday. Seriously, it is one very big fish. Okay. Well, Steve Yorry actually sent us a, uh, sent me a text yesterday. I didn't get it before the show finished. He says, a lot of flounder in the upper reaches of Wallace Lake and at Smith's Lakes also on the flats. Nice. So okay. it's all fired up. Peeps, let's go and find out where you should be going if you want to go fishing today. It's high tide. It's 12 minutes after four. Back on the other side of this. In 2024... 2SM has Sydney talking. If you'd like to raise a topic, you've come to the right place. We're all ears. 13 12 69, the telephone number. Richard King has Sydney talking. Our Prime Minister, Anthony Albanese, who's on the line. Good morning, Prime Minister. Good morning. Brent Bultitude has Sydney talking. It's all fine and dandy for the Treasurer and the Prime Minister to turn around and say, look what we're doing. Toothless Tiger stuff, unfortunately. Talking sport has Sydney talking. It's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. <laughs> no, you Pat. Gary Stewart has Sydney talking. Thank you, Gary, for putting me on the show. My pleasure. Thank you. In 2024, John Laws will continue to keep the dream alive. That's a bit of what is on my mind, so I'd like to know what's on yours. Pick up the telephone. Tell us all about it. In 2024, 2SM has Sydney talking. If you need help with repairs or maintenance to your strata unit or your commercial building, Network Construction Services could save you a hell of a lot of time and, believe me, a lot of money as well. You might want assistance with things like waterproofing or concrete cancer repairs, which can be a curse. You can find out more by going to networkconstructionservices.com.au or, better still, you can talk to Steve on the telephone if you want to. 98085673. Got it? 98085673. Three. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the centre of it all. Connecting you to what really matters. To the issues you care about. To the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM. Today I'm talking to Tracy, who is one of Arbor Vitae's many happy customers. Hi, Tracy. Hello, Lee. When did you start taking Arbor Vitae and what for? I'm a cake maker by trade and suffered with sore hands for years, which is a common issue for my fellow bakers. They know how debilitating it is. A friend suggested I tried Arbor Vitae and I can't believe how well it's worked for me. What benefits have you noticed from Arbor Vitae? It was after my second bottle that I noticed the difference. My pain has all but disappeared. It's like a magic potion. I'm able to work with no pain, no stretch of the truth. It's worked so well for me. It's wonderful to hear how much of a positive impact it has had on your life. Thank you for your time, Tracy. Arbor Vitae is an easy-to-take daily supplement that may help manage some of the most common health disorders caused by inflammation. Arbor Vitae health supplements are now available at Chemist Warehouse, Australia's cheapest chemist. Visit arborvitae.com.au. Always read the label and follow the directions for use. This is Radio 2SM. This is Radio 2SM.
on 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today. Certainly is. 15 minutes after four. They've just updated the uh, forecast for today from the Bureau of Meteorology. North to northwesterly below 10 knots. This is for Sydney Harbour, Pitwater and Botany Bay. Below 10 knots, tending northeasterly 10 to 15 knots in the early afternoon, then becoming northerly in the evening. A gusty southerly wind change of 20 to 25 knots late in the evening or at night. Seas below 0.5. Now, I did mention I was going out and spending a week out on the uh, water at Pitwater. We'll be leaving tomorrow, so apologies for tomorrow's weather. A strong wind warning for Sydney's uh, closed waters. <laughs> what are you laughing at? We're looking at uh, 20 to 30 knots, decreasing to uh, 15 to 25 in the morning. I was planning to go into a wharf and fill up with some water, but we might rethink that. If you're heading offshore today, this is the way it's shaping up. North to northwesterly, 10 to 15 knots, tending north to northeasterly, 15 to 20 knots in the early afternoon. A southerly wind change of 20 to 25 in the late evening or night seas. 1 to 1.5, decreasing to 1 metre. Swell will be southerly around 1 metre. The second swell easterly around 1 metre. The general forecast is for sunny. I know somebody who's heading offshore, Mr Blake. Renegade Blue Water Charters. Brad Ackman, good morning. Good morning. How are you, gentlemen? We're good. How was the fishing yesterday? Yeah, it was a little bit tough yesterday. It was. You sort of struggled a little bit with the inshore reef fishing, but... um. We got a feed, but it was a bit of hard yards to get there anyway, it was. So, anyway, that's the way it goes. That's fishing, I guess. Anyway, we caught about, I don't know, it wasn't fish, but um, had to put a lot of effort in for them. Okay. Yeah, so we're going to try a new spot today. Anyway, we're going to go up north a bit today instead of down south. So, we'll see how that goes. Come home with a nor'easter. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. So, do you have a permanent? Do you have a permanent six a.m. bridge opening? <laughs> Just about. Yeah. I'm on first name basis there. Anyway, <laughs> that's all I can say. I wanted yeah. to. I wanted to ask you. We were just having a chat when I was chatting to you during the commercial break uh, about the marlin fishing, and we've had reports, you know, up and down the coast where there are marlin out there, but they're a, a bit sketchy, a bit few and far between, but. You're saying off Swansea that the reports have been really solid. Yeah, absolutely. One of my mates got seven during the weekend, three nice mahi-mahi as well while he was marlin fishing, like in two days fishing. So seven in two days is pretty good, plus a few dolphin fish. So you can't complain about that, I don't think, too much. That's for sure. You had uh, four striped marlins and three black marlins. So that's pretty good fishing. Yeah. For two days out, so and yeah, one of the other mates he um was catching bait out there, and he didn't catch a marlin, but he lost three on his bait jigs trying to get the bait into the boat. He did, <laughs> <laughs> so he wasn't a happy camper. But um, anyway, he had a you know had a, had three bites on his bait jig catching slimy mackerels. He did, so yeah, there's a fair bit of action out there. I think at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? Because, as I say, we've had reports elsewhere that um, they're few and far between. So I suppose they're, you know, they're fish, they move around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. If you've got that southerly change coming, you know, that'll that'll change everything again. It will anyway. And I think it'll be a positive, you know, like it'll push some good water in and there'll be a bit more action again, I think, that's for sure. Yeah, well, hopefully that... Uh that change will be uh, th- through and gone and it'll start to temper off a little bit by around about lunchtime tomorrow. Well, I'm going to keep my fingers crossed anyway. <laughs> it will. It'll yeah. drop off. Yeah, that's <laughs> I suppose I need some practice docking in big wind, so we'll see. It's only, it's only fibreglass. You can, I've got enough surfboards to cover the holes. I should be right. <laughs> Bradley, th- thanks for your time. If people want to get in contact with you, how do they do it? Uh, just give us a buzz. Zero four three seven three eight nine oh nine seven, or send us a message on social media on Facebook or Instagram. Good on you, buddy. Enjoy your fishing day, and we'll chat to you next week. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Have a great day. So yeah, Brad Legman there from Renegade Blue Water Charters. We'll take a break at nineteen after four. On the other side of that, Mister Blake, we'll come back and we'll have a chat to Captain Ross O'Brien. Good idea. Thirteen twelve sixty nine. 
Talking Sport. This is 2SM. 20 years ago, we started Talking Sport. I suppose we've got to stay Happy New Year, but you're going to get sick of hearing that. <laughs> Yet in time, it was clear that what you love would dominate the hours of air we occupy five days a week. Welcome back. I'm sitting in the shed celebrating a birthday, not mine, but your 21st, so how good's that? Excellent. Yeah, no, the afternoon's not the same when you aren't here, that's for sure. You will still receive the passion we have for our games and your calls and those texts. Boys, great to have you back where it's like being with your mates at the pub without leaving the house. Good <laughs> you, Pat. Well, you took your sweet time getting back. I mean, five weeks oh. is one-tenth of a year. Has that ever occurred to you? That's okay, mate. The most important thing is, thank God you're back. Happy New Year. 21 years on, it's great to be back. Talking Sport. Weekdays from three. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and about knowing that the interior is protected from spills, mud, sand, dogs, even messy family members. Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump, and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air. In a fraction of the time it would take you by road, Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air, all-inclusive tour, would take you up to a month or more to do in a motor car. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300-310-503. Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg Ginger Beer is a true blue brew, a quintessential classic. Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer. Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous moon macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at Quality Independent Outlet. This is Radio 2SM On 2SM and the Super Radio Network You're listening to High Tide It's 23 minutes after 4 A little bit later on in today's program We'll catch up with PJ No complete angler today It's, It's complete owl today. Al's got the report from Mike from The Complete Angler. That's no problem. And you're going to run through that for us. And uh, we'll try and round out the program with Paul Burt. We missed Paul Burt yesterday. He was off uh, doing something else, Mr. Blake. Let's get an update from Roscoe. Find out what's happening out of climate. Morning, Roscoe. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Uh, And and everybody. It's been excellent yesterday. Um, The boys really got some nice fish. In all the spots that I mentioned yesterday, um, the only one that really didn't shine was um, under the gantry. Um, there was fish either side of it, but around the gantry itself was very, very plain. Now, maybe those thingies have moved out a little bit deeper water or gone around the point. So um, it might be worth just uh, coming up to the end and chucking out at the end near the uh, diver's um, boy that they put in. That that, that will be the go there. Um, farm, a lot of good flathead um, and um, few bonito and stuff like that. Yeah, mate, even uh, the eastern end of the the gantry side up further towards the uh, turnaround where divers boy is, um, they were getting good fish there yesterday at that. Uh, but like I said before, the gantry's gone a bit quiet underneath. But it'll come back. It could just be the water's moved a bit or something or the food's moved for them. 
but uh, usually they'll they'll come back. They don't drop off that quick. The side of Bombo is all good. They're giving a few pig fish there too. Now that you know the boys were getting them at sixty fathom, and now they're starting to pop their head up around there. I haven't caught any off the beach oh, for a long, long time. But um, apparently they're they're there on the rock formation or the rock plant or whatever you want to call it, and they're working up towards the end um, away from the beach, and they're starting to pick up all sorts of stuff. They're even getting mowies in there, actually. So uh, there must be some good feeding through there. But the the lake, it's working. Um, The boys are having a good feed up there. They're enjoying themselves. They're getting a few crabs to go with it all for entrees, so they're all happy. I was talking to Ben, and he's stoked, and he said, oh, mate, this is the best I've had for a long time. And um, back down towards Kiama, Minamara's up to its usual self. The, um, the the boys that do Minamara said it's better up the top, on the top of the tide, and then move down to the entrance as the tide runs out. Obviously, the fish go out into the looking for better food, and uh, they'd be worth throwing a line in there as long as your tide's uh, uh, parable for your times suits you. Um, the the bombo bombos a bit quiet yesterday from what they've said, but when they did get a fish, it was a good fish. So it was good for that, good mowies and uh, a lot of um, brim. So that's a good one. The harbour, forget about it. Nobody's uh, even been fishing there this week. Oh, there was no one there yesterday when I was down there. Um, so I don't know what's happened there, whether the um, Ludwig have moved on, I'm not sure. But around at the pool, they're getting all sorts there too. Um, and along the front, the boys have been getting a lot of good stuff, all your typical stuff, um, right down to Seven Mile Beach. So all in all, mate, there's plenty of spots to go down here, and it's not so busy at the moment, so it would be worth the trip down for you. Sounds like a bit of fun to me, and the weather's nice, right. and all the weather's going to be good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I, uh, I'm missing it, mate, I'll be honest with you. I'd just like to mention a mate of mine. Did I mention a mate of mine yesterday that got that marlin? Yes, yes, you did, 150 kilos. I, I did. Yes. Yeah, well, there you go, see? I'm not I'm not losing it. <laughs> <laughs> we are. <laughs> oh, dear. The, doc, the, the doctor's got no idea. <laughs> yep. Okay, no worries. Okay, thanks, but, uh, Roscoe. Listen, don't forget to ring me when you come down, mate. I'll bring the missus down. She loves that boat of yours. Yeah, All no right, problem. guys. Take okay. it easy. See ya. Have, have a good week. Captain Roscoe from Kiama. Thank you, Ross, and thank you to Alan as well. Before we go off to our next break, let's move a little further north and head up to Botany Bay. Mel Spikes has been fishing that area Oh, ever since she can remember, to be honest with you, is she's got her own boat. She goes out. She's also got her own YouTube channel called Spikes Fishing, and it's uh, well worth going and taking a look at, especially if you're in the Botany Bay or offshore area from Botany Bay. She joins us online now because I know for a fact that she was out there catching sea creatures of massive proportion yesterday. How are you, Mel? I'm pretty good, Grant. How are you doing? Really good. I couldn't help but notice on Facebook you had that video up of you catching that absolute monster of a flathead. Tell us about that. Where did you where did you track that down? Yeah, so the boat's fishing for bait in the um, usual yakka spot in Botany Bay just before Molly Point. So it's target the predators. There has to be a school of flathead breeding beneath. They started pulling in flatty after flatty until the big one came up. It was an absolute monster. How big a flathead do you normally catch in the Botany Bay area? So the general size in Botany Bay is 30 to 60 centimetres. Anything above that is pretty rare. Okay, if somebody was going out fishing in Botany Bay today or surrounds, where would you suggest they go and what would you suggest they be using to try and lure in a bit of a feed? Okay, so definitely use pilchard wherever you go. If you're after flathead, I strongly recommend going into the deeper water. It's very dirty from the rain. 
and there is a little bit of sewerage in the water from the overflow this week. So anything 10 metres and deeper is the best place for flathead. There are um, rat kingfish around Yarra Bay and La Perouse. If you want to have a bit of fun on right here with the kingies, they're there. And um, there's a few tailor and trevally floating about in the middle of the bay as well. Absolutely perfect. And today the winds are supposed to get up towards the evening too, so that's going to be... Uh, a bit of a challenge, especially for people that choose to stay out late. Hey, listen, last time we caught up, you were doing the variety bash. How did things go there with your travel over to Perth? Well, it was incredible. It was the best bash I've ever done, a whole other world. It was beautiful. Um, I'm glad things worked out for you. Now, I did mention at the top of this uh, chat that your YouTube channel is up. You're pumping out about 4,000 views per episode. How many episodes are you putting out a week now? I try to do one a week. Sometimes I do two a week. Sometimes you'll see a couple in a month. It all depends on if I can get out there and fish. So, yeah, one one a week is the is the ideal amount, though. Perfect. Mel, thanks for your time. I know you pushed for it today, and I really appreciate you coming on the program and giving us some pointers to Botany Bay. Thanks very much. You're welcome. Don't forget to check out her YouTube channel, Spikes Fishing on YouTube. Go subscribe, show her a bit of love, a couple of thumbs up to some of the videos that will really help things out. We'll take a break here on High Tide and be back with more on the other side of this. Summer Nights has Sydney talking. So there's Donald Trump back in the news again, polarising person. He really is. He streaks ahead in the polls, and yet there are so many people who dislike him with a, with a great intensity. 2SM has Sydney talking. Oh, what a day. We've had fires, we've had floods, and volcano eruption in Iceland. Well, it's going to go anywhere. Iceland's probably a good spot. It's going to be cooler over there, isn't it? I suppose some people would say that's all our own fault. Summer Nights. Airbnb getting the 15 million dollar I was actually victim to this. Wow. Potential for compensation. So I tell you what, I'm hanging out for my compensation if I can try and claw back some money. You know how it is. I do know. This is 2SM. Mid-North Coast had those massive floods and wiped out so many homes, especially around Lismore in that area. And I'm feeling very sorry for most of those people who are still not home. 2SM. Has Sydney talking. Conferences and corporate golf days that will really impress your guests are par for the course at Twin Creeks Golf and Country Club. Not one, not two, but three functional conference spaces and a contemporary clubhouse overlooking their picturesque 18th green. Make Twin Creeks your ideal conference or corporate golf day venue. To find out more, go to twincreeksgolf.com.au or phone Twin Creeks helpful function staff on 9670 If building a new home is on your radar, you should think about doing it the Powell Kit Homes way. For your peace of mind, Powell Steel Frame Homes are six-star energy efficient and can be upgraded to C2 Cyclone and Bushfire Flame Zone ratings. To find out how you can build your own home, the Powell Kit Homes way, you go to Powell, that's P-A-A-L, kithomes.com.au, or you can phone Powell on 1-800-024-912. Got it? 1-800-024-912. Introducing the 2023 World Performance Car of the Year, the Kia EV6 GT. 430 kilowatts of power and 740 newton metres of torque. With its unique Australian-tuned GT suspension and steering, the Kia EV6 exceeds all expectations. The Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever built. Kia, movement that inspires. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski? You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is News, sport, talk. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network, you're listening to High Tide. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Check out the range at blakesmarine.com.au. 26 minutes away from five here on High Tide. It is. Yeah. Should we go to Bobby Dean? Let's see if he got back all right, got out before the road closures. Morning, Bobby. Oh, no, I certainly did. 
Mikey, I don't know how big a fool these safety blokes are. <laughs> on this road, there's been go uh, lights on it for three years plus. Yes. Right? Not a problem. An operator either end with a two-way. Now, you have to have an escort. <laughs> well, it's a way of employing someone. Yeah, two people, but... You know, like, I don't know how stupid they think people are. We're not politicians, you know. What do you need the escort for if you've got stop and go lights there anyway? And That's it's, exactly it's my thing, mate. Yeah. Don't worry. A lot of these safety places, where, where I work, mate, they park a semi in a stupid safety place and put four 18 inch cones around it. And I was like, Well, you might not see the truck, but you will see the cones. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Anyway, look. Before we go too far, I noticed yesterday on Facebook a post from the 22nd, which I think what's tomorrow? Yes. Through to the 30th. Uh, it might be access problems to pass pay at the Horsbury due to filming in Brooklyn. Oh. Okay. Yeah. So there's you know, something going to cause havoc. But you do have other options. You go to Mooney, Mooney and Lodge there. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's a good ramp now, so there's no problems. Oh, it's a good ramp. Lord, yeah. It's not, yeah, don't have a northerly or westerly. I think you've got a southerly blowing tomorrow, so oh, it'll drop out away by then. It won't be too bad. Yeah, but uh, anyway. But at least you're letting yeah. you know, which is good. Yeah, I've only seen the post, and, uh, you know. Yeah. Anyway, well, it's going to be a few fish, a few mullin down the coast, mate. I know to see the report from the Shoalhaven Game Fishing Club website, but they're fishing a tollgate at Island Classic at Batemans. Yes. So 44 boats and 41 marlin tag yesterday. Wow. That's a big day. But yeah, yeah. It was hard to get information from the Bill Haywood tournament. It's another excellent tournament to fish. Um, there was some fish tagged on the leash, but, you know, I'll get yesterday's results today. But, um, yeah, anyway, there's, there's some fish around, mate. Okay, good. So, uh, I don't know how we mate finished up the uh, Brisbane water, but I can't. Well, they'll go and they already had, you know, 10 crabs in the boat and several fish. So. Oh, happy days. Oh, mate, you know, look, there you're fishing. But crab by line. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Having a little eight year eight or nine year old grandson out there doing most of the fishing. Mm-hmm. Did but, you yeah. did you see that um video Graham Donaldson put up of the crab um changing its shell? No, I haven't seen that one That's yet. It's quite an interesting one to see how the, sh- the crab changes its shell. Yeah, I've seen some other shots. Yeah. Lobsters too, they're, 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 it's quite amazing. Yeah. Yeah, and they go and hide away. Yeah. Um, I've seen some footage on the, what was it, king crab, and um, when they mass migration and molt, they, because um, they don't all do it at once, the big stingrays come in and only eat the molt, ones that are molted. Okay, they're one of the crunchy bits. Yeah, and apparently well, they showed footage of the ones that were so, aren't they, yeah, they're just molded. The other ones covering them up. Okay. Yeah, how's, how's that for nature work? Yeah, it's well there? done. It's well yeah. done. But so uh, yeah, look. One thing I, I, was, I was glad I left yesterday because look, at, I want to come back here yesterday. I looked at the barometer; it was steadily dropping. Um. What was it Friday morning when I got there? I got there about nine thirty by twelve. Yeah, I've handed the rod over to a couple of people, um, but in the afternoon it really slowed down because of the there I'd say the drop in the barometer. Yeah, and it, I don't know what it is now. I think mean, when we looked yesterday afternoon about four o'clock, it was about a thousand and nine, and still steadily dropping. I like it, you know, 1,015 to about 1,025. Yes, yeah. My, my personal experience, 
once it gets around that 1,030, you might as well, you know, it's like turning the engine off. Yeah, yeah, it's currently around the 107, 1007, 1008. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll come in the botany days like today. You get a bit of, you know, 20, 25 knot nor'easter. You get into about the oil wharf and you'll get 25, maybe 30 knots of nor'easter. That's it, yes. You, you'll go from sort of 30, 32 degrees in the nor'easter to 40 degrees. In <laughs> the nor'easter, yes. Oh, mate. You know, well, especially when we fished in the 16 water, mate, you just cop it. You know, because in conditions like today, if we go out trolling, mate, it was just out for the shelf and beyond, track north, and then just run home with the nor'easter, you know, and just an easy, cruisy ride. Yeah. But um, anyway, it should be interesting. It'll be a bit fun. Okay. No worries, Bobby. Thank you for that. Yeah, and when are you heading down the coast, mate? Uh, next month. Next, no, next it's month. It's only about oh, it three weeks away. Yeah. Yeah, I'll drop a lure out the back, mate. We will have a couple of lures out the back, guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It'd be sacrilegious if you didn't, wouldn't it? We've got a bit of time, so we're going to have a fish, which is good. Oh, no worry. My old man and another old fellow I used to fish with, I'll still go in the school, old cookie. They both have as a post. And uh, they put a couple of lines out trolling around the banks and they decided, oh, we'll look at it, and, look, and neither rod had any line on it. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and so that's just true as. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it cost me a fair bit of money to roost all those two rooms. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so it always pays to watch what's going on, mate, not stand up the front, you know, yarning. No, when I'm trolling out, outside, we've got um, rod holders out in the shoulders of the boat, so they're outside the wheelhouse, so you can see ah, what's going on. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it'd, take a, it'd take a bit of pulling up that boat of yours, wouldn't it? It does. <laughs> it does. What's it weigh, 60 tonne or something? It's 68 tonne. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, it likes to keep going type of thing. Yeah. So yeah. You've actually got to put it astern. Did you see that footage yesterday about the two airship warships, one back into the other? Yeah, I saw that, yeah. Really? Yeah, one was oh, at yeah, a wharf and the other one. Nudge. Yeah, give it a real good nudge. Ooh. Yeah, not good. Oh, there's some um, broken fingers. It won't be just wrapped over the knuckles. Oh, yeah, over no, I, I look, obviously, was, there was no attempt to go forward, so obviously there was a mechanical issue yeah. that he didn't get. But yeah. the thing is, you try not to put yourself in that position, and this is something I learnt in the early days with driving ferries. You, you make for a wharf in a way that if the motor does fail, you're only going to bounce off it. You're not going to hit it head on. And a lot of the ferry captains, especially come from seas, come for a wharf, aiming, aiming right at the wharf. And if there's a problem putting it astern, you're going to be a have problems. Yeah. So if you come out of a shallower angle, you can bounce off it on the shoulder and not do anywhere near as much damage. Yeah, I took my mate's 25 birdie from the Shoalhaven down to Bermagui. I come into Bermagui Harbour, just idling along and all right, it's coming up. Bang, out of gear, bang, into reverse, full shut down. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. It, it was... Uh, there was no time to try and restart. It was straight out over the windscreen down the front, <laughs> hang out the bow and try and absorb the impact. Thankfully, I, was on, yeah, it was, I wasn't going very quick, but, geez, it's not good for your undies, mate. <laughs> no, I was, Especially I, when it's not your boat. Speaking of which, I did see a video yesterday on socials that um, <laughs> it's, one, it's one of those videos you don't want to see. You see these two guys at the back of a boat reeling in a fish and looks like a reasonable sized fish based on the way the uh, the rod was tilting over. Next minute it's decided the, the fish has been taken by a shark. But the shark's come up from depth. So he's got He's got a bit of uh, Blake's boat yeah. <laughs> momentum behind him, and has landed on the on the deck, deck. of the boat. Yeah. And watching these two guys run for the <laughs> cover was just—I could relate. Yeah, I can relate to a seventy-kilo mako in the bottom of my boat, green as. Yeah. yeah, there was um, two blokes sitting on the gunnel. One busted nitro magnum butt, spare aerial busted carpet. 
only thing that shut the shark down when he's teeth hooked into the carpet, he rolled up and he shut it quite him down. Yeah. Wow. They did, did several hundred all magnum bucks, you know, to buy a new one, they're about 400 bucks. Yeah. Yeah, you can buy a tip section now from, or buck section from, yeah, 120 bucks, they'd buy the whole lot, it cost you more. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this, you know, I've had plenty of my case chase snapper and the like up the boat and crash into the boat. Yeah. So anyway, gentlemen, I'll chat to you next weekend. I look forward to the rest of the show. Okay, Bobby. Thanks for that. Talk to you next week. Bobby Dean. We'll better take a break. No. 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 Oh, who are we going to talk to? We're going to keep going with some fish reports. I've got a report for you from uh, Jason Isaac near Kelly's Bait and Tackle. 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. We spoke about this yesterday. He said that uh, the red weed is still present on most of the beaches, but if you can find some clear water, there's some uh, tailor, whiting and brim about. Off the rocks around about the lighthouse, there's good tailor. Uh, some, uh, the odd fish are over the three kilo mark, so that's good. The estuaries, flathead are just going berserk at the moment everywhere. There's flatheads in the estuary. Um, in the upper reaches of the Hastings along with uh, a few brim. Uh, whiting, uh, quite good uh, around Blackman's Point. And offshore, we spoke about this a, a little bit earlier on when we were chatting with Brad, the Golden Lua Game Fishing Tournament uh, had, was all wrapped up. They uh, the, the numbers of marlin were down, but they did manage to bring in a few um, stripe and black were caught uh, along with um, some mahi-mahi out there. The mahi-mahi. Yes. Uh, I, uh, you know, that's that's a, one of my tick boxes to be ticked fish. Oh, yeah, yeah. I just love the, they, they just look amazing. Can't can't tell anyone they're dolphin fish because everyone, oh, you can't get your dolphin. No, it's not a dolphin, it's a mahi-mahi, but. Dorado. Dorado. Was it Ameri- was the was it the Americans that did yeah. the d- dolphin? Dorado, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle, 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie, and we thank him for that report. Yes. Okay. Now, do you want to report from... Yes, you're going to be uh, Mike Latimer today. You're going to be Mike Latimer today. Yeah. No worries. So, I'm assuming you're at the the office at the moment? (laughs) Where is the office? (laughs) 938 Woodville Road in Villawood. (laughs) Oh, dear. Nice try, but it's not. But, uh, yeah, Mike's away this week, but uh, he... um, uh, What's he got to say? Main species this week's been Bonetto Action off Sydney. The rock fishing have been having a stellar time with many techniques working well, such as coconut rigs, uh, metal and hard body lures, and of course pilchards. Areas to target have been uh, Terrigal, Wild Beach, Maruba, and even down south at Wollongong around Colcliffe Bridge. The harbour has been on fire with plenty of Bonito and Taylor lurking around on the eastern side of the bridge. Many of the public wharves have been holding the fish, but have also been. Uh, Having a keen eye on the surface action is very important, looking for birds, bust-ups on the surface, or even uh, slight whirls under the water surface uh, can show these kings around. There's been a good number of kings lurking around the Middle Harbour area, Rushcutters Bay, and even if you're land-based, uh, around the piers, Lavender Bay, and also around Clontarf area. The bread and butter species have also been around with some good brim and trevally holding around the Gladesville Bridge area, but also most of the harbour wharves as well. Uh, the bay has been a weird one this week with hot and cold reports going around. There is a steady supply of salmon and tail in the bay with plenty of thick schools popping up in front of Ramsgate Beach and Tower Flats. Tower has also been home to some good flathead and whiting um, when fishing peel prawns or live nippers. Another good option is to use smaller size soft plastics and drifting the weedy edges. Those who've had a chance to head offshore have targeted some reef species. Have had uh, they've had a blast. Trag, Pansai Snapper, Mowong and Nanigai have all been on the menu, with the inshore reefs such as Balambi and the Humps. The peaks and the reefs around the harbour have also got uh, good areas such as Long Reef have all been producing fish. The headlands have still been thick with kingfish as well, most of which have been rats which means undersize. Although they are great fun on light gear and um, topwater lures have been the star of the show, which is great. The game fishing reports have been patchy this week with a few reports of fish being caught off Sydney but not consistent. A few striped marlin have been hooked up but uh, most of the reports have been coming from either Port Stevens or Jervis Bay. Uh, keep an ear out for reports on the next patch of water and we can get up north and have a good uh, feed of these fish. 
So there's a rundown for this week's fishing report. Be sure to come into Complete Angle of Villawood for the best gear and the best advice in Sydney. Come and see the best range of fishing tackle in Sydney. Worth the drive. Woodville Road, 938, near the Meccano traffic lights, open seven days. Villawood Complete Angry Level through the Dimmicks building. Spoken like a great mic. Yes. <laughs> then, uh, one, one thing I can say from experience, nothing like getting a hook up and you, you've got a bit of weight on it. You're thinking this is a, a good fish and it's fighting hard and you reel it in and it's a rat and you've got to chuck it back. <laughs> it's, the fun, it's the fun of fishing. It is the fun of fishing and they, they, they put up a great fight. It's always yeah. worth always worth the play. Yes. Mm. Now, tech-wise tech today, yes. what are we going to be chatting about today? Whatever you want. There's no problems. It doesn't matter. Uh, we spoke about um, the need for washing your boats properly yesterday with the oxidisation on the paint, and that goes for flushing your motor out as well. Yeah. So, you know, things like the solder cap and solder away, other things like you get applicators that will go onto your flushing gears to so that you can flush them out. And it's more a case, if you look, if, if you're going on holidays and you're going to use it every couple of days or every week, there's no need to flush it. It's when it's being left for a long period of time. That's when you're going to cause... How long? Like, I think over about two weeks, three weeks. Uh-huh. It's worth giving it a flush. And how quickly is it going to deteriorate? Look, it's a build-up over a period of time. Yeah. It's like as you get that salt crystallines going in, they go real hard, it starts to create the aluminium. Once it gets on a process, it's going to keep doing it. And if you're lazy... And you don't do it. Is you just there a, buy a new motor every couple of years. <laughs> there's no way of... If, if Say you, you missed a go or two. Oh, is look, there a way of you, you, pulling right it back? No, you missed a go or two. It's not going to hurt a type of thing. But the thing is just get into the regular habit of doing, doing it. it. And the other thing is, while you've got the motor running on flushes or on ears or something, you do not walk away from it. You stand there and watch it. Yeah, well, what? Why? Because if the ears slip or something goes wrong and it comes off... You're in for a very expensive repair within a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. I'm so talking thousands of dollars. People are doing this. Oh, yeah, away. they do. They're just, oh, really? oh, I started, I let it run for two minutes. So I went and made myself a cup of tea. Come what? Out the engine stopped and it's smoking. Yeah, and they've melted most of the engine because the water pump dies because the ears come off or they move uh, because of the vibrations. Yeah, you just can't walk away and leave them. I'm shocked. Oh, no, they do. <laughs> well, they don't know. It's, 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 it's ignorance. That's, you know, but yeah, it's, it's, just not a thing to do. You stand there and watch it. Yeah, it's it's, it's only an extra five ten minutes in your day. That's right. And yeah. look, if you've got a motor that's got a flushing port on it, uh, like up near the cow, that can flush the engine, but you can't start the engine because unless you're putting water in down the bottom at the water pump to run up through the engine, because that water pump is a neoprene impeller in a stainless steel housing. Even at the idle at 600 RPM, it generates a lot of heat, and the water actually lubricates it and cools it. Yeah. So if you're running it from the top trying to come down, it'll get a bit of water at the top of the pump trying to throw it up, the bottom of the pump will burn. Yeah. So you will burn the impeller. Yeah, just do it. Just whack a, you know, as you say, the the ears on it or, or a yep. bucket underneath it. Mm-hmm. I... I I'm pretty lucky that I, I take mine into uh, my landlord's garage. He's got a big table and it bolts straight onto the table. <laughs> and it's the perfect height for the bucket I've got. So I just run yeah. um, the you know hose into the water bucket. And I just, you know, obviously because the hose can fall out. So I'm standing there watching it for five or ten. And if you don't want to spend money on solder captain or solder away, a little cheat to do is start the engine up and get it warm, stop it, go back to the tap, and the hose where it goes on the tap, pour a cap full of dishwashing detergent there, clip it back on the taps, turn the tap on, and start the engine up. And that'll help because you're breaking down the surface tension of the salt and cleaning it out that way. You notice the difference with water if you're washing a plate or something that's got a bit of grease on it or something like that. Doesn't yeah. move. As soon as you put a bit of detergent, it comes off. Comes off. So the detergent does a job. That's a cheap way of doing it. Sneaky trick. Yes. Sneaky trick. Yes. Would, 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 I suppose the, the salt removers would probably work better, would they? Or oh, is it just much of a They've got other inhibitors to leave a coating there type of thing. Yeah. But uh, the dishwashing detergent will get rid of it as well and soap everything up and clean it up. Oh, there you go. Yeah. That's a good little tech tip from, from Blakey. A good way of uh, saving a few bucks. Look, there's a couple of cheats like that. Um, the other one is if you've got someone's put some ethanol or some rubbish fuel and you've got a little bit of problem with the carby type of thing, a little carburetor cleaner or something like that, disconnect the fuel line, put a bit in there, you can only leave it there for a couple of minutes. Um, and start it up and run it, it'll sometimes clean your carby out for you and get rid of a blockage without going to the trouble of pulling it all down. Yes, but as it. I said, you can't just put it in and leave it there because it'll do damage to the plastic parts. About three minutes is all it needs. Yeah, see, I'd probably be uh, taking a trip up to Blake's Marine and saying, hey, 
<laughs> While you're up. Well, that's right. But you've just got to be careful with it. Yeah. But yeah, uh, there is ways around things and doing things because it's not always practical to be able to pull it down. You might not have the tools even. Yeah, true. So, uh, yeah, some... There's some easy ways to do things, but it's just learning your product and getting friendly with your local dealer, have a talk to them. Yeah, yeah. That makes a big difference. Absolutely. And and nine, and nine times out of ten, they're more than happy to help you out with advice and, well, that's right. and ideas yeah. on, you know, um, because not everyone can, or not everyone obviously can get down um, to their local dealer every couple of weeks. Well, you don't. Well, not to. every couple of you weeks, don't. but you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you, you, and generally they're booked out, you have to book in well in advance anyway. Well, I, I like it when we get some people to ring up. So I need some advice. Yeah, that's it. Oh, my motor's not playing. I'm not going to. What's it doing? Oh, this and this. Okay, I'll try this. No, that doesn't work. Oh, try this. No, that doesn't work. Mm, try this. No, that doesn't work. Well, why are you ringing me? <laughs> if you don't want to listen to any advice. <laughs> I can't understand people that, that do, and people that ring up for advice then get upset when you give it. <laughs> we'll get people ring up and so say, can I speak to a mechanic? Yeah, well, I've got a problem now. I want to fix it. I'll book in. Oh, no, I just want to speak to the county. Ask you what to do. Well, credit card details. What for? Well, you've got to pull him off a job. He's being paid to do a job. Oh, well, that's not fair. <laughs> or alternatively, you can roll the dice, take a punt that the YouTube video you're going to watch is actually correct. Because <laughs> that's always a thing, too. It's something to think about. You know, it's something to... Th- There's a lot of... Um, uh, I was going to say dodgy, but dodgy's not not right. I think the people have great intentions, but not all the information up there is is correct. Is correct. Look, there are some great things to learn. True. It's, you know, if I go to do something, I'll have a look at it. But you've got to be a bit circumspect with it. It's not always a hundred percent correct. Pull down videos are generally okay. Yeah. You know, they'll they'll give you yeah. a good idea of how to yeah. pull something down and and get it. You know, yeah. sorted. Yeah, it's a different way, different world we live in to what it was 20 or 30 years ago. Yeah, well, by the same token, 20 to 30 years ago, you'd go ask the bloke up the street who's also got a same outboard as you, and you'd ask him questions. It was the same same right. dice. It was either right or he was wrong. We're going to break for the news at 5 o'clock on the other side of that. We'll be back. It is Laurie McAnally Sunday. I owe him a big thank you, too. He sent me down some gear that I can't wait to play with. 2SM Super Network News. South Africa has launched proceedings against Israel in the United Nations International Court of Justice. South Africa have accused Israel of a genocide following their conduct in the war in Gaza. The first wind farm to be built in New South Wales in two and a half years has been approved by the state government. The 1,500 megawatt wind farm is being built in the New South Wales Riverina, set to power over 700,000 homes. Immediate, independent, unbiased. There are still 11,000 properties in Queensland without power after the storms on Christmas night. Acting Queensland Premier Cameron Dick says 92% of the services have been reconnected. A ban on disposable vapes is set to be implemented nationwide from March 1st. Ben Harris from Private Healthcare Australia says the federal government should be commended for moving to ban the harmful vapes, but it will take a sustained effort to protect Australians. 2SM Super Network News.